All right, welcome to Wednesday Daily Devotions, everybody. Thanks for joining me. So today, um, I'm just going to title this right now. It's called. I'm I'm calling this this devotion today uh, "Drawing Demons," and I, I'm intrigued by something I saw this week preparing for Sunday's message and just looking through these texts. So we've talked about Jesus going over to the other side. We've talked about the other boats that were with Jesus and uniqueness and diversity, and and that whole whole part of church rather than just being one thing and that our, our trust and our faith might might look different. Uh, so now that we're on the other side, they the wind calms, everything gets quiet, they go to the other side, and this garrisoned demoniac comes out. And I'm going to read that story, and I want to just point something out and let you see and think what you think about it and see what that does to you. So Mark chapter 5, they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gerasenes, and when he had stepped out of the boat, immediately a man out of the tombs with an unclean spirit met him. He lived among the tombs, and no one could restrain him any more, even with a chain, for he had often been restrained with shackles and chains, but the chains he wrenched apart, and the shackles he broke in pieces, and no one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always howling and bruising himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and bowed down before him, and he shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he had said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What's your name? He replied, My name's Legion, for we're many. He begged him earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now there on the hillside a great herd of swine was feeding, and the unclean spirits begged him, Send us into the swine, let us enter them. So he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine, and the herd, numbering about two thousand, rushed down the steep bank into the sea and were drowned in the sea. The swine herds ran off and told it in the city and the country. Then people came to see what it was that had happened. They came to Jesus and saw the demoniac sitting there clothed and in his right mind. Their very man who had had the legion, and they were afraid. Those who had seen what had happened to the demoniac and to the swine reported it. Then they began to beg Jesus to leave their neighborhood. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed by demons begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus refused and said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and what mercy he has shown you. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and everyone was amazed. I don't know what captured you in that story, but I'll tell you what captured me. That even demons are drawn to Jesus. I find it fascinating and interesting and shocking that that um, in this story through Mark, as Jesus is pitting the kingdom of God up against the kingdom of sin or evil or brokenness or the devil or whatever you want to call it, whenever Jesus meets a demonic, a demon or someone possessed with a spirit, they're they're drawn to him when it seems to me that they could run away. They could lead the people away. They could, you know, do something other than come to Jesus where they know they're going to get destroyed. And I think that's that's part of Mark's understanding of the world. And I think it can be part of ours as well, that that this is all God's. That, that we can say there's a, a ruler of this world or that whatever we want to say, the world is broken or that, um, however you want to talk about it. But at the end of the day, 
at, at the end of everything, it's still all God's and Jesus Christ brings all of that under his power and under the, his reign so that you read this story. And when he saw Jesus, he ran and bowed down before him and said, what have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. And I mean, the demon even tries to invoke the name of Jesus or the name of God. And that's just such a, I don't know, it's just such a powerful, a powerful testimony, I think, um, th that he, that the demon's doing that. He's trying to find some power bigger than Jesus to drive Jesus away, to protect himself. And the fact that Jesus is God, or the fact that that power doesn't work, it's because it is Jesus' power. And then Jesus, you know, commands him and talks to him and directs him out of the man and sets the man free. But what do you do if you look at the world? Or how do you live when you can look at the world knowing that everything, even the bad things, are being drawn to Jesus to be um, exercised, if you will, or healed, or made whole, or redeemed. Now, I'm using lots of words to give you options to think about it and just grab a hold of it. That that that's Christ's promise in in Mark. That everything is being drawn to Him and everything is under His power. You and everything else, and that can set us free to live and create faith. And and ultimately, this man, you know, he he becomes um whole. And then you have this unique response where, well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, for now, I, I want you to think about um, drawing demons. <laughs> that as the kingdom of God comes into this world, evil rises up against it and tries to stand against it. But uh, it cannot through Jesus or, or through us. Because ultimately, that's what ends up happening. The disciples get the, get the same power. Jesus gives them authority and they go out and do what he does. Um, so think about that and, and know that God is with you this day and that one day this world will be what it um, is in Christ and should be. Have a blessed day.